Ready? Nope. Okay. Because I have to... I just got the guy give me perfect deck. Oh, sweet. Yeah. For N64? Yeah. All right. You ready? Yes. Weekly. Weekly. Woo. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> you got to get Redman to say that. I'm going to reach out to him, see if I can get... <laughs> See if I can get Redman to, Why to not? give us a little you get everyone well. else. Why not? Wow, I'm getting a lot more wavy things here. Yeah, yeah, I think I fixed it. Also, make sure your thing's not banking off your thing there. Is it banking? No, you're good. I think it's banking. You're good. Should I take this off? Nah, sure. I don't want it to bank. Stripping down. Let's get some news going. Yeah, about those gains. <laughs> Mike gains, that is. Mike gains. Jim yeah. gains. All right, news. I got some news. Not, not a whole lot, though. You? I got a few things, yeah. Yeah, a few things. So, first up, from me, uh, Rhyme Nintendo Switch digital version. Yes, this is kind of a hot topic. Price drop to match up with everything else, and the $10 price increase on the physical version is actually now going to uh, be sort of offset because it's going to come with the OST. $10? Yeah. I thought it was $20 increase. Uh, maybe it's $20 increase, okay. I'm well, pretty sure it is. It's coming with a $10 original soundtrack, so... Very cool, um, yeah. but most importantly about that article is they explained why they chose to uh, increase the price, and it was because it cost more to manufacture it and switch it over to the Switch. There you go. Plus, they didn't want to have too much mm, disparity, I guess, between digital price and, and physical price. Makes sense. then they're going to gouge their retailer friends. Yep. Um, so it all makes sense. In the end, it's all very logical. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Nintendo. Tax. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, cartridges are more expensive. It's just going to be the, the future, I think, is what this is telling me. You pay for that speed, man. No load times. No installs. Yeah. Shit, yes, I'm in. Yeah. But portability is what you're paying for. Paying yeah. for portability. All right. Uh, Deus Ex composer. You hear about this guy? No. The guy who composes music and stuff for Deus Ex confirms he is working on Retro Studios' new game. Shut up. No other details. I just heard ah. Retro Studios. Got pretty excited. Well, let's, also, let's analyze this. The guy's a big Metroid Prime fan. Deus Ex is a first-person shooter mm -hmm. based in a futuristic time where you play as a hero <laughs> with mechanical yeah. advances. Yeah. yeah. Metroid Prime is a first-person shooter yeah. based in a futuristic time mm -hmm. where you play as a hero Word. with mechanical advances. Yeah. Confirmed. <laughs> Metroid Prime 4. You know what, though? They're not going to call it Metroid Prime 4. What are they They're going to call it Metroid Prime colon something else. Yeah, you're probably right. Probably Origins. Yeah. They will likely not use a prime number because... Oh, my God. That was terrible. Anyway, this is from Julian Bagas. So, thank you, Julian. Did you say they won't use a prime number? I did. <laughs> Let's just move on, though. Overwatch releases their stats from Uprising. That was the PvE event they oh, had. Oh, okay. Very good. 145,506,333 Uprising Brawl matches were completed. 78,273,935 of those were victories by the Null Sector. What's that mean? That's the bad guys. Oh, boy. That's the, that's the E beating the P's. So the E won more than the P. E won. There was 8,546,653,485 Omnics destroyed. Mm, I personally Omnics. am responsible for at least 1,000 of those. It tells you? Oh, you just know. <laughs> I just know. Okay. I just know. Anyway, yeah, there's a lot of stats on there. Oh, I, cool. I love, this just goes back to show... Blizzard releasing, don't have, they don't have to release these That's stats. That's cool, yeah, I like stuff, it. Right? They're giving it to us because they know we want it. It'll just make people want to play more next time. That's right. That's cool. That's cool. It also shows that there's a lot of plebs playing. A lot of plebs. 
Uh, Cloud is being voiced by Steve Burton. I can't confirm the plebs. Cloud. Oh, hey. Isn't that the guy who voiced him in Final Fantasy VII? And Advent Children? Well, not Seven. Is this long time? Seven didn't have voices. It didn't me. <laughs> I wrote young Steve Burton before he had aspirations of being a voice actor. Got and said, hey, will you, will you read these this dialogue to me? <laughs> Excuse me for my cough. Um, well, this also comes from Julian Vega, by the way. Thank you, Julian. But, um, yeah, Julian Vega's quite the news hound. I'm a little nervous about this. Uh, just hope that I can use Japanese voices. Um, Why? You don't like the Advent Children voice? I don't like any voices ever for anything. I've never, I've, I've only ever watched Advent Children with subtitles. Wow. Yeah. And I hated Final Fantasy X. What about ten. Attack on Titan dubs? Tens dubs. Actually, I, don't, I like tens. I just don't do dubs. What is it? Attack on Titan? Yeah. I've, worst dubs I've ever heard. Come on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just don't like them. Levi, Matthew Mercer, man. He rocks it. Did not enjoy it. I like my Japanese. Sultry sounds of Mikasa Ackerman. I feel like it's another world then. I feel like it could be an actual place that I don't know of. But when they're talking in English, it's like, no. Uh, you're just like the losers who work at Subway. What does that mean? They're just losers that work at Subway wear uh, omnidirectional harnesses to get to work. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, I don't like it. I don't like it being relatable. I like it being distant. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, and the same goes with my Final Fantasies. I do not want them... You want them to be fantasies. Being grounded in... You don't want Final Normalcies. Right, right. So... <laughs> final everydayacies. <laughs> exactly. Final complacencies. You Although, you know what? I didn't mind the voice actors in 13... Excuse me. Oh, man, I think I coughed, like, right into the mic. That's good. Okay, so in case everybody's listening, we're using new mics. Um, it's an attempt to improve, improve the quality here. We'll see what happens. I'm sure it's I wasn't going to mention it in case it doesn't make it, in case it sounds worse, it doesn't make a difference, but we'll see. But what are you going to do, like, if it doesn't work? Use the stuff off the camera. All right, enjoy. We'll be used to that usual fuzz that they get from us <laughs> anyway, so. <laughs> Very good. Um, so, yeah, thank you, Julian Vega, once again. Uh, I guess it's cool that they're keeping the same voice actor, although I really don't care. Yeah. Um, I just want Japanese voices. Alan Wake being taken taken off digital stores. Yeah, that's crazy. So positive thing, if you want Alan Wake, it's now ninety percent off. I think I don't know if the sale started yet, but it will be ninety percent off. So get it. Sad news is just another example of why we can't lose physical because because we won't be able to pick up these games. This game would just be gone. You know, as soon as your uh, our next generation would not be able to play Alan Wake. Especially anything, anything with licensed music and stuff, that's what's going to get lost. So if you're digital only with licensed music, you're gone. You're toast. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Yeah, licenses run out. You're gone. It's too bad they didn't just do their own music. Yeah, maybe. Like a good gaming company would. Oh my goodness. Get I it together, Remedy. I actually really like the music in it. But anyway, <laughs> it's too bad. Just an example of digital sucks. Yeah, that, uh, I would, uh, it's a downside to digital. There are lots of pluses, but that is a yes, downside. Yes, there that, are many pluses. That at any game. point, the man can take that game away. He can just yank it away from you. Gone. As long as digital is always an option and not necessity, it'll always be good. Yeah, as soon as it becomes the only option. Then it's terrible. We'll have some problems. But any, everything's like that. Yeah. Everything's like that. Yeah. You know, three generations from now when all you can buy is Sony, then we're, it's going to be a problem. It'll be... All you can buy is Sony. Yeah. <laughs> three generations from now. Oh, I see. It's coming. Um, what do you got? I got EA. What are they... Shutting down... Sorry, downsizing oh. BioWare Montreal and putting Mass Effect Andromeda on hold. Ooh, Is that because yeah. of poor sales? Uh, sorry, the series, the Mass Effect series. Oh. Um, they don't know. It's not because of poor sales. It's because they want to focus yeah, on... Yeah, crap. 
<laughs> they want to focus on other things coming. Yeah, I bet they do. Um, oh, look at all this bad publicity. <laughs> it has nothing to do with Andromeda's bad publicity. Mm, sure, yes. Yeah. EA's very tough on their creators. Yeah. Uh, kind of sucks for Bioware Montreal, because they share studio space with another EA um, company, mm-hmm. and a lot of the guys from Bioware Montreal are being shifted over to those games. Games Radar, maybe? It might be. What do they make? I don't know. I don't know anything I'm not them. even certain it's Games Radar, so do not quote me on that, but they do share quote now. offices with another company that works for Bioware. This may or may not be news. <laughs> no, it is. Well, they, 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 they're, there's not going to be a Mass Effect game, and, oh, and the EA announced that they're delaying the new Bioware game. What? The neck, yeah. The, so there's this new Bioware game that's supposed to revolutionize some genre, whatever genre it is. Yeah. Um, and they have Apparently announced not. that it is being pushed back. So I don't even know if we're going to see it at E3 this year. They've lost confidence in Montreal. I'm sorry, Montreal. Well, that's Edmonton working on that. I'm sorry, Edmonton. Why, why would that affect that then? It's not ready. Maybe they want to wait till it's ready. Motive. Oh, Motive was the other company that, that they're good. joining projects on. Superb. Nintendo announced what they're bringing to E3. Ooh, let's talk about that. I guess I can click on the link. <laughs> Mario will be playable. Awesome. Sandbox style Odyssey Mario. or 64? Odyssey. They called it <laughs> sandbox style. They said it. So not open air? Says sandbox style. <laughs> so what does that mean? What's a sandbox style? That's like Assassin's Creed or Just yeah, Cause or yeah. Crackdown. Yeah. So it's going to be just like those. Yeah, exactly the same. Super Mario Crackdown. I don't know how I feel about it yet. I'm going to wait and see, obviously, but... Oh, you're not going to buy it day one? Wait well, on the Switch. If I can afford Switch. <laughs> oh, my Switch fund is up to like 300 bucks now. How no, did you get a fund? I started selling games. Oh, how's the eBay sales been going? Uh, so far, three for three. Attaboy, keep it up. All right, good. Um, yeah, they're doing three full days of Nintendo Treehouse streaming. Is what they say. On wow, that's a lot. That's a yeah. lot of days. Yeah, there's going to be some tournaments with ARMS and Splatoon. Okay. Two. Uh, Splatoon 2. Um, Splatoon. And they're going to talk about other things, mostly what's coming out in 2017, is what they say. Good. So we'll see some Xenoblade. We'll see some Fire Emblem Warriors. Well, we'll have to wait and see. Um, we'll see some Minecraft, if that's not already out. They've essentially just announced that they're doing exactly what they've always done. I guess this isn't really news. Next! Yeah. Next up, we have <laughs> Vanquish. Port to the PC. Woo! Remember the rumors about this? Yeah. So Vanquish is uh, a Platinum Games um, offering, and it's a third-person shooter, third-person cover-based shooter on steroids. Mm-hmm. It uh, You've got rockets in your knees, and you drop down, and you can shoot across the stage, and you can go into bullet time, or witch time, or whatever that's called in this game. Yeah. Um, it's a ton of fun. Cool. One of the best shooters you can play from last generation. I think you reviewed it. I did review it. You can check that review out at the Cartridge Bros. YouTube channel if you are so inclined. Yeah. Um, good, good fun. So now it's available for PC gamers. Just one more feather in the cap of the PC fanhood. <laughs> yes. Fandom. Congratulations, fanhood. Fandom. Um, Shut up. No, that's good. That's, uh, uh, I wonder if that means there's going to be a sequel now. I don't know. I don't know. That's all I have for news. I got one more. Um, Square Enix decided to cut ties with IO Interactive. Hitman has been cancelled. What? What is going on? Aren't they Montreal as well? No, IO Interactive is uh, okay. like Sweden or something like that. Okay. Denmark. That's not as bad then. Um, Eidos Montreal, I think you're thinking of. That is what exactly what used to be their parent company. 
Um, so yeah, they said uh, for whatever reason we're gonna cut ties so that we can focus on other games. Yada yada yada. Wow. And with EA, they're so, partnering up. Yeah. So the the Hitman franchise, the reboot that happened like last year, didn't end on like an ending. It was like, it was like uh, a cliffhanger. So really, hopefully those guys land on their feet and are to jobs. <laughs> And uh, one last thing. Hang on, I'm not laughing at the job loss. I'm laughing at the fact that the game is on a cliffhanger. Yeah. That's sad. One last thing. Parappa the Rapper and Gataru Man creators have joined forces. Oh my god. To create a game called Project Rap Rabbit. Rob is creaming his pants as we speak. Exactly. Not just Rob, my friend. Mr. Kyle Bossman as well. Has, oh, of course. Has KB. Pr- has probably had a minor stroke. I call him KB now, by the way. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and my final, so that's exciting. Uh, Guitar remains a game. We should definitely get on the club as a game. Yeah, um, weren't we gonna do that for November? Whatever happened to that? Mass Effect November. I know. <laughs> just, you know. Uh, and one last piece of gaming news: the New England Patriots star quarterback Tom Brady uh, will what? grace the cover of Madden 18. Oh, isn't that like a curse? There is a a root. Yeah. So there's a. Although, how can you curse Tom Brady? There is a. He's, he's already good. cursed enough. There is the Madden curse, which uh, should be considered. Uh, Peyton Hillis led the league in rushing one year with the Cleveland Browns. I don't know who that is. He got cursed. The next year, he was on the cover of Madden, and I think he got 400 yards and an injury. Ouch. Um, So there is rumors of a Madden curse. We'll see what happens. For those of us who are not Patriots fans, we'll hope that curse is real. And for those of us who are Patriots fans, we'll probably just continue rolling around in your big pile of Super Bowl rings. (laughs) Everybody hates the guys on top. That's just how it goes. Yeah. All right. Um, that's it for news. Good update. All right, news. So that uh, segment was brought to you by UForce. Uh, it takes you to a higher level. It does. So for update, we're going to check the Cartridge Club app that okay. is available on iOS and Android. I got it. To see what's available. Isn't that impressive? That we had uploaded I got last it. week. Because of that app, I got to watch Q-Dogs last night. That's awesome. Yeah. It's probably the only video I watched this week. I'm feeling really happy for you. So we'll do podcasts first. Oh, no, I also watched a Retro Nonsense video. Um, yeah, podcast first, sorry. Yeah, get the app. The app's out now on Android. That's right. app is on Android. Uh, Sega Top 50 videos. This is what I have for podcasts. Are it's like a smoke. Novel. Are still coming, I promise you. The first of the five is uh, nearing completion. What are you talking about, the Sega things? Yeah. Oh, boy. Send me your voiceovers. <laughs> so everybody who's listening to this, who's wondering why it's not I gotta complete, make up scripts for those. I still do not have voiceover contributions from Player 2. That's at Cartridge which Bros. Which number, two. like, do you need first? Like, which is the highest? All of them. So I have the top five? You only <laughs> have three. Are there three to do? <laughs> which ones are there? You gotta send me that again. Are they in the top five, the bottom oh five? Oh my I mean? goodness. Yeah, don't worry about me. No, none of the games you liked on Sega made the top ten. <laughs> That's not what I meant. Funny though. Excuse me. I apologize for coughing again. So, um, you can mute that though because I'm recording separate. Oh, so news. News? Oh, Cartridge Club news. We're going to be doing a 50 hour live stream this November um, on the Cartridge Club Twitch channel for Extra Life. Mm. Now, this is a massive undertaking. 50 hours to celebrate 50 games that the club has played together. Yeah, we should probably reiterate it's not. Me and you do them 50 hours straight? No. So this is where it comes into play. Mm-hmm. We are asking anybody in the club who has the ability to stream, who is willing and interested to be a part of this massive 50-hour stream for Extra Life as part of the Cartridge Club, to please send a message to either myself. Send a message to myself. That's the easiest. That way I have yeah. to hunt them down. Yeah. Um, 
or Derek at D E G E one three. I didn't know Derek was heading this up too. Derek has access to the uh, spreadsheet that has people's times penciled in. Ah. So uh, we're looking for people to both play games uh, in blocks of minimum one hour, and we're also looking for people to moderate the Twitch channel in blocks of minimum one hour. Yeah. So reach out to us if you are interested in being part of that. That's exciting. It'll be the biggest club, the biggest organized club event uh, ever. We're hoping that where we the have people global, <laughs> that we'll be able to uh, cover off the wee hours of the morning here easier. Mm. Um, so what was the dates again, sir? We don't have a date picked yet. We just know that it's going to be in November. Uh, okay. Date to follow. Okay. So it'll be a weekend, you think? Yeah. All right. That's exciting. That's exciting. Probably and a Friday into Sunday combination, something like that. That makes sense. That makes sense. Hello, Cartridge Club. It's me, Rocket Sauce. And I'm back here on CC Weekly to announce the Beat My Score Challenge for the month of May. As you know by now, May's Game of the Month is Perfect Dark. But for this month, we're going to change things up a bit. Instead of making it a Beat My Score Challenge, we're going to make it a Beat My Time Challenge. The challenge for this month is to see who can finish the first level in Perfect Dark the fastest on the Agent difficulty. On Agent difficulty, all you have to do to beat the level is make it to the elevator on the bottom floor. So this will really be a race to see who can get there the fastest. Once you've beaten the level, a page will show up with your time. Simply take a picture and post it to the Beat My Score page on the forums or on Twitter, but include the hashtag CCBMS. Fun fact, if you have the Xbox 360 version of Perfect Dark and you're friends with Cartridge Club members on Xbox Live, you can see what everyone's best time is for each level. That's it for now. Back to you, bros. Uh, so that's that. So now we're going to move into podcasts. All right. I have so many. All right, who do you want to start with? We're going to start with Bonus Barrel. Okay. Because there's two of them. And we'll do another one later. <laughs> um, so I've listened to two Bonus Barrels in the last week, because I think one was delayed last week. Right. And one came so early. we're just going to talk about the most most current one. But we haven't talked about the last one yet. Well, then they should have put it up on time. That's not how it works. <laughs> um, so that was Phoenix Wright? Yes, this was Phoenix Wright. Uh, there's a point in the, in, at the very start where Rob is singing... The intro to Cops, mm-hmm. but he's like doing a, re- a different version of it. But I don't remember hearing it in the podcast itself, so it must have been B-roll or something. I, I don't know, but I waited mm-hmm. for it the whole time. Anyway, Kevin from Namecast was on there. He's awesome. Um, he actually talked about Epic Name Bro, which I also enjoy Epic Name Bro. That was very good. Um, I came up about not liking Persona, and I still miss less. Left, sorry, I'm just reading my notes here. Shelby at one point says, easy peasy lemon squeezy. Had to write that down. <laughs> uh, the soundtrack sounded awesome. We played a lot of music from it. Phoenix Wright is a fantastic game. I, I really I enjoyed the it. first one in the series. We should definitely have this for a club game. At okay. Some point. Who could we get on as guests? Uh, probably Shelby. Hmm. <laughs> I'm sure um, Rose or Lo. Lo's playing it right now. Yeah. I'm just naming girls. I just realized I didn't mean to do that. Well, they're the only ones that really give us good opinions. Yeah, we'll go with those three then. <laughs> So maybe Phoenix Wright in... Is that an RPG? Uh, it is not. We will discuss that off camera. We're not going to make wild accusations of what month Phoenix Wright might right, turn up in. Right. I know it's going to be June it's next year. It's not going to be June next but, year. <laughs> but we won't say it right now. Um, yeah, that's that was the first one that we needed. Oh, editing was amazing. Seiji destroyed the editing on this. It was really good. Um, How come you never tell me that my editing is good for our shows? I never listen to it. I'm assuming it's great. I'm assuming it's amazing. Fantastic. <laughs> that's my brother. Uh, I know you're the best, though. All right, and that's it for the first bonus barrel. 
Uh, you go now. Bonus barrel number two. Oh, you want to go right to the next bonus barrel? Just do it. Oh my goodness. Double BB. All right. They start off by talking from about, both ends. They start off by talking about the top 100 RPG list that IGN put yeah. out. Yeah. Got to tell you that list sounded dreadful. I did not. I enjoy think Rob it. was cherry picking ones that he didn't like. Uh, number one was Chrono Trigger. First of all, right. That's I mean, it's it's widely considered that you were in the minority of people who think it's a bad game. I don't think it's a bad game. It just has no story development. It has no character development. Right. Um, the characters are the same from start to finish. Right. Uh, except maybe Frog? No. Even Frog does. He's still the same. Anyway, um, it's a great game. Don't get me wrong. It's just not the best RPG of all time. Uh, yeah. I mean, these are lists. They're all subjective. Right. But, I mean, he was naming a lot of things that I didn't agree with as well. I think Final Fantasy VI was, what, number two or three, though? See, I mean, you have to remember, too, this list is made by a large group of people with a broad view of RPGs. Right. Many likes, many tastes. And not a very specific, very close-minded group like you and Rob. Yeah, okay. So Final Fantasy XII is not better than Final Fantasy VII. The end. The list sucks. <laughs> all right. All right. Can we all agree on that at least? Okay. Um, yeah. Anyway, Rob gets really mad about the list. He does. Curses he does. quite heavily. Yep. Um, this was a good episode because Shelby let us know that a lot of us are really old. Yeah, yeah, I felt it a little bit. Uh, but, what, but I feel like what it's just was, knowledge, though. Well, what was more age. important to me, yeah. so Shelby didn't know what the Magnavox Odyssey was. And the guys gave her the gears a little bit for it, but she was like, well, I, I, hold on now, it's not not my fault that I'm young I'm pretty sure she was laughing and fresh because she thought he, he was saying Magnavox. Oh, maybe. <laughs> I don't really know. And, and you, guys are, you guys are old and decrepit. <laughs> um, I think it's a, it, it speaks to the fact that this is who really even cares? Who who okay. needs to know what you don't. what effect does that have it today? Has no it's now not. somebody, some historian is going to dig up some fact that if it wasn't for this game, then this never would have happened, and we wouldn't have this. Yeah. But I don't buy that. What's his name? Ralph Fair? Is that the guy that did it? Couldn't tell you. No, that's Atari. I don't know. I get the and you know what? That could even be wrong. I get the mall mixed up. I'm pretty sure he's out of you. I'm not sure though. Anyway, it's not really a video game. It's just like an overlay, and then you have like things that move around. I couldn't tell you the name of the guy that invented the combustion engine either, and I still drive my car every day without fell. Yeah, you do. The what? Fault. I thought you were making a joke. <laughs> and then instead I insulted you. I'm sorry. Um, I, uh, I did not... Uh, yeah, I don't care about that. I know about the Odyssey. I know no games for it, except for hockey. And that was only because they said the commercial. Um, it's a, it, you don't need to know it. It's not a big deal. But some of the, like, they were talking about systems that launched with games. Um, it's kind of interesting to think back on and how it, we all expect it, but it doesn't really happen much anymore. Yeah. Kind of interesting. Yeah, I just, I don't know. You don't need, you don't need to know every piece of minutiae in the history of something to enjoy that thing today. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that's so. the thing is I'm, I'm not elderly, but I know about the Odyssey. It doesn't matter. <laughs> You don't have to be old or young. It's just if you know, you know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't change anything. Uh, Rob edited, uh, so you know that his jokes got applauses. Yep. Uh, otherwise... That's how you can tell when Rob edits. His yeah. jokes land. Yeah. That's the only time. <laughs> um, uh, he did a song remix of them talking. Did you hear that? No. He like took a clip of them talking and remixed music over it. Oh, I don't remember that. It was so stupid. It was funny. Um, one other thing was... Uh, he did a new segment called Blast from the Past, which I actually really liked. Mm. Um, talk about this time, what is it, one year ago, five years ago, and ten years ago or something, or mm -hmm. ten and twenty or uh, something. And it was really good. 
Yeah, it was a good segment. I hope that, hope that sticks around. It will. Or I'm taking it. <laughs> That's what I told him. Nice. Yeah. All right. Um, That'd be unlike us to steal somebody else's thing and make it our own. Yeah, no, never happened. Uh, there's a, a note here for Crash and Burn on the 3DO, but I can't... I don't know why I have it written down, so... <laughs> <laughs> My notes. Sometimes I'm driving and I'm like trying to write it. It's not very safe. Should you serious? I'm making that. Uh, okay. Anyway, that's all I got for Bonus Barrel. Uh, let's talk about... Um... Which is great, by the way. Check out Bonus Barrel. Game Time with Kyle came up with a new episode. Missing the Point, episode 9. Oh, yeah. Hidden Fearless Leader. Uh, and I haven't heard it yet. I did. Now. I've now caught up on Arcade. I listened to the last two and a half episodes. I am glad that they're on the app now so I can listen to them. Very they're, cool. They're still not on iTunes. I didn't know that they were on the app. That's great. Um, but they're doing this new thing where uh, they're doing trivia at the end of it. And you send in the answers, and the first three people that get coupons, and you can trade your coupons in for prizes, and they have the list of prizes on their forum. Cool. It's so cool. Anyway, I got into it. I'm, I'm, I got a coupon. Nice. I'm, I'm sure, I probably shouldn't even be promoting this, or I'm never going to get coupons again. But, uh, yeah, Game Time Arcade. Plus, uh, I have an unhealthy urge to play Fallout 4 now. I think It's been mentioned, I think, every episode. <laughs> you should probably just play a good game. Oh, my goodness. Fearless Leader will not be pleased <laughs> with you. Somebody tweeted that to you. That's why I said that. Oh, yeah. Who was it? I can't remember. I can't remember either. Uh, Might have been Kyle. Next up, STC Pod. Yes. I want to talk about STC Pod. So did you hear last yes. week's episode? Yes. Did you hear today's? I have not heard today's. No. Come on, man. You're killing me. But but if you talk about it now, you're not going to have anything to talk about next week. Oh, because we're recording on Thursday next week. Right. Right. But you can't talk about it. Uh, let's talk about last week's episode. Definitely talk about last week's first, no matter what. Okay. You want me to start? You? Yep. Why? You <laughs> Um, STC, okay, well, this is the one where Joe had his description of if he shared a bike with Bill. Yeah, that was disturbing. <laughs> Colleen, I love his description. Colleen actually said to me, uh, he talks about his penis a lot. And I, he called I, it a chub, I And think. I said, yeah, that's sort of a new development. Uh, and she was like... She's just getting comfortable, that's like, all. It makes me a little uncomfortable. Oh, I love it. It makes me very comfortable. I bet. <laughs> it's my favorite part of Joe's uh, dialogue is ever when... I think he said rock hard. Yep. Oh, don't I swear. Almost, I almost ruined the streak. Look, come on. We're, we're only uh, 25 minutes in here. we got to hold on. Well, anyway, stay go, strong. go check out what Joe has rock hard when he's riding the bike on last week's episode. Um, oh, also, Bill talks about um, the big new uh, thing that happened in Arkansas on a show called American Experience. I've never heard of. Hmm. Uh, I, didn't, I, didn't, I don't remember if it was a podcast or a show. He put the link to that show on uh, the was forum. It, was it PBS that it's on? I don't remember. Anyway, it sounds awesome. It sounds like a show I'd be interested in. Um, but yeah, I didn't realize that there was like a nuclear, almost a nuclear explosion in Arkansas. Yeah. They found the warhead in a ditch. Yeah. That's crazy. We have irradiated our own atmosphere. That is sad. Um, anyway, yeah, great episode overall, of course. Um, I look forward to sharing a bike with Joe at some point in time. Yeah. And one last podcast to talk about. Well, you didn't even talk about STC, but talk, talk about the today's episode then. I can't. I'll, I'll wait till next week. I got all hyped up. But you didn't talk about episode. last week's today. Because I didn't have a chance to. Uh, listen, I just I get too excited about STC. I don't know if I can do this whole one week. We'll have to wait till next week when I don't have the newest episode fresh. <laughs> Why? Just talk about. I mean, it's a good to... episode. They're they're answering questions from the community. Oh man, it's a really good episode. Then listen to it again before. I, uh, I can't. I don't want to talk about it now. If you don't want to talk about it, you haven't heard it, and I can ruin the questions. How can I ruin the question? Just talk about one thing then. <laughs> <laughs> so Julian Vega asks. Oh, it's going to be great already. 
What can we do to get P2 to the Barry Game Exchange? Hey! Can we start a fundraiser? Can maybe club members... <laughs> That'd be quite Can club members donate some of their eBay funds... Oh, my to, gosh. To, ...to getting P2 to Barry? We have to find some way to get him there. Yeah. And Joe's response is... Which one's P2 again? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, it's so good. Anyway, uh, good. Bill makes a good point of, I'm driving up with Colleen already, and if P2 wanted to go, he has a way up there. He just doesn't want to go and see everybody. Why? Did he actually say that? Yeah. Man, I'm getting well, sick no, no, of he SCC pop bad he, me. He doesn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Joe said, which one's P2? And Bill said, he doesn't want to meet us. No, no, no. He said... That's you all could, I heard from he, this segment. He said you could drive up with me. I, 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 I don't know how to take this. I, I thought I would really like STC pod. <laughs> I don't know. I added the he doesn't want to see us. No, that's all right. It's okay. I look forward to hearing the episode, maybe. Uh, we'll see. Did they answer my question? Uh, you're going to have to listen to find out. Oh, just tell me the answer. You don't tell me the answer. What was your question? If uh, they had to replace each other. Oh, they're not there yet. I'm, I have 20 minutes to go. I'm oh, so you saw some? See, yeah, I'll go talk about next week. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be fine. Okay, good. So. It's a great episode. Listen to them if you want, I guess. It sounds like they're kind of dicks, uh, but. Come on. <laughs> I'm just going by what you said. I don't know. Well, clearly I made that shit up. Well, we'll see. I'll, I haven't listened to the episode yet. <laughs> I'll let you guys know next week. Oh, my. All right. Okay. Man, you're moving to that chair a lot today. I can't help it. Are you it. just fucking dying to get squeaks all over this recording? I'm what? It's the U-Force. Just sit still. It's taking me to a higher level. Um, Did I swear just then? I don't know. Did you? I might have said D. Is that a swear word? They could say that on... What, Dick? No, no, Dan. They say oh. that on television at night, though, so that's not a swear word. Mm. They can say, if you could say it on cable TV, it's not a swear word. Uh, you have to look up what explicit means. What does it mean that? We're good. Maybe I was talking about a beaver, because I got a beaver down here. Moving on. Beaver Dan. All right. Uh, Derek posted a picture of himself on a t-shirt, apparently. I have a note of this on my phone. I don't know what it means. This is weird. I don't <laughs> Derek know. is wearing a shirt. Um, he must have looked good in it, because I took a note of it. So, nice shirt, Derek. Possibly nice pecs. I can't remember why I wrote this down. Oh my down. goodness. <laughs> so keep posting pictures, Derek. Moving on to videos. I don't know why I have that on my phone. <laughs> um, Polykill. Oh, the podcast. Dude, are you still, are you skipping all these podcasts? I didn't want to bring up Polykill because I was honest. Well, that's why you got to bring it up. Polykill. Tell me, how, how was the show? How did you Magical. like it? Magical. Did you have fun? It was like, I felt like the prettiest girl at the prom and those two were the, it was like the head quarterback <laughs> and the, the, the leader of the mathletes fighting over me. Which one's which? Trav's definitely the mathlete. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you say the leader of the mathletes? Yeah. Do they have a leader? The math leader. Oh, boy. Oh, my goodness. Because um, those would be the two most popular guys at a high school, right? The, high, the quarterback of the football team. I don't think team, that's how it works. The leader of the mathletes. I don't. Maybe. I don't remember that's a, that's who the math mom, leader was in my school. That's what mom told me when I was the head of the mathletes. Well, let's move on. <laughs> um, I found out that you play a lot of games at work. I didn't realize you played that much. No. That was a lot. <laughs> I was like, holy crap, we used to be serious. Uh, more more now than I have in the past. But that's impressive. It's a, It's nice. It's a. It's a, yeah. Yeah, all right. It's a good job. And, unless I work with you, in which case it was an exaggeration for the show. Mm, yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah. Um, also, the no, show. It was amazing. Uh, those guys are fantastic, super professional. And listening to the show afterwards made me realize just how garbage my mic sounds. And I have uh, ordered a boom arm. Are you serious? I yeah. didn't think you sounded bad. Oh, I can't stand it. Huh. Their voices are so deep and so full. And I sound like I'm trying to record, like I'm at the Ford Mortar Plant trying to record in the back of a wind tunnel, you know, <laughs> reporting back on the new Mustang's dimensions. Oh my god! Uh, things are holding good here. That is so funny. Um, the spoiler needs to be raised three inches. 
That's how it sounds to me. <laughs> I did not hear that, but that's okay. Um, it was so, weird recording on camera because we yeah, don't. I was gonna say that they did that edited really well. Yeah, because normally when we record at that station, I'm not. I'm just talking to people on Skype. I don't have to worry about the camera. Right, the camera's on, I, but it's not recording. I, I could do whatever I want. I'm sitting there with no pants on. I'm fiddling and fidgeting well, around. You're still on camera. Yeah, I don't care. Well, you're not recording, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's right. Nobody's <laughs> gonna know. Yeah. Um, but actually being on camera was weird. I was, right, I was super conscious. It would be weird. I never watched you because I listened, but uh, no yeah. key bumps, nothing. It was crazy. Very interesting. Also, um. Trav mentioned a Shadow of the Colossus glitch, which sounded hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I look forward to seeing that. I hope he gets some recording of it somehow. Um, that is all I have for podcasts. Me too. Okay. Moving on to videos. All right, very good. I only have two. Uh, we got Musty's bit. Second Breakfast. We had... Uh, I started it. I did not finish it yet. So we talked about Star Wars last week. Mm-hmm. This week is all about hype. Hype. I, I, I started um, yeah. Great, great show. Musty talks about hype and how it's... You know, it's a good thing to have, but maybe temper it a little bit and not be so it's hard, crazy man. over the top, and how hype can run away from us. He makes a good point. Uh, one of my biggest issues with hype, uh, and I tried to write a comment about this on YouTube, I don't normally leave comments, because whenever I type something out, it makes me sound like I'm a really bad person. Um, <laughs> but my biggest issue with hype is when there's something that people are excited about, there is always a, an anti-hype contingency that is that has to come out and try and crush that hype, and I just wish people would let other people be excited for something. Yeah. You know, like, if you came to me and said, uh, I'm really excited for the new Dark Tower trailer, you know, uh, I should be able to say, hey, right on, I'm glad you're excited for that. Yeah. I hope you enjoy it. Yeah, that's why you I know? say to people if they're excited. Um, something like that. Yeah. So that's, and that's just an example I use because it's something we were talking about recently. Yeah, um, makes sense. That's my, t- my, my issue with hype is that, uh, yes, it can run away from us and we can get a little overzealous, but more importantly, people are too quick to want to, uh, uh, trod all over that hype and push it down and say no you shouldn't you shouldn't be excited for things because things are going to suck because you know where i think all this started the ben affleck daredevil you think i think people were excited for a daredevil movie and were sorely disappointed ever since then everybody's been a little jaded <laughs> ben it, it's the first movie i can think of being excited going to see and then being let down yeah, yeah, it wasn't good. It left with a sour taste? I don't know how to say it. Anyway, good video by Musty. Check out his second breakfast. Always check out Musty. Oh, another thing about that video with Musty. He has really good lighting, and he looks really good on camera. Yeah, he's a pretty man. Yeah, like, I don't know how he's doing his lighting. It's, like, dark in the background, but he's bright. I don't know. It's very professional. It's the Bradley Cooper of the Cartridge Club. He's <laughs> very professional. Anyway, yeah, check it's, out Musty. There's no, like, that's just his natural glow. <laughs> there's no lighting? No. Wow. Good on him. Uh, also, Mario Pinball Land from the Flock Talk. I, I've seen it on the list. But Mario Mondays. It. That game looks like a lot of fun. Didn't even know it existed. I'm surprised that I didn't know that it existed. It looked like fun. And Miles and Cat. Maybe it's just Miles and Catherine. They can make anything seem fun, but the game looked fun. I'm going. I actually might check it out. Everything probably is funner with those two together. <laughs> uh, SCC pickups. Did you see this no. pickups video? No, no. Tell me about it. Oh. Bill got like eight NES games. What, what ones? Uh, Link to the, uh, sorry, uh, Adventures of Link, uh, Super Mario Bros. Wow. Uh, I want to say Excite Bike, but that could be wrong. And it was eight decent games for three fifty a piece. Wow. Yeah, Joe got uh, a Game Boy Player CD. I don't know if it was the Game Boy Player as well, but definitely the Game Boy Player CD. Oh, I think it was. Wow, the, I think that's it, expensive. I think it was the whole thing, but. Um, but you can get the adapter normally for cheap. Yeah, it's the, CD. the CD that's hard. Uh, and he got a bunch of other good games too. It's it's a like a seventeen minute video or something like that. Wow! Uh, they didn't think I was gonna watch to the end. They uh they actually mentioned P one's not watching anymore, but I'm gonna show this stuff <laughs> that he would like. 
I've and noticed, I did like that stuff. I've noticed a lot of 17-minute videos lately. 17 minutes is like the new hotspot. Musties, SECs, and Jared's are all 17 minutes. Oh, and Duke's, all 17 minutes. Oh, yeah. Eh, that might be 19 minutes. He's, but it's close to 17. But it was a great video, good pickup video. I, li- I like to pick up videos more. I don't really care so much what they got. It's the banter between them. Joe's like showing things, and as he's showing them, yeah. or Bill's showing things, and as he's showing them, Joe, Joe is reaching in and taking them and putting them in his own pile. <laughs> it's pretty funny stuff. Yeah, those two. It's their chemistry that makes them awesome. Yeah. No doubt. Can't beat it. I can't believe what they find in those places. Holy freak. I never find anything. I found a Shenmue 2 for $1.99 yeah. at Value Village. Did you buy it? Yeah. That's like the best find I've ever got from Value Village. Yeah. Uh, Q-Dog House. Yes. Mrs. Q-Dog played Overwatch on Eric's account. Yes. Don't ever do that again. The interesting thing is that he was worried that she get she would get an achievement, and then it wouldn't be him that got it. Yeah, I think that's admirable. Yeah, I respect that about Eric. That he thought that she would be able to get the achievement. No, no, that he was worried that she might get one. He she he just didn't want her to get any achievement. Right, but that means that he at some point that means he does believe that she has the skills required no, to get one. That's not what I'm picking up at all. You could get one for like you died a funny way. Here's an achievement. Oh, I don't think that. I think he... He might very well say that. I'm saying that that's not... That's irrelevant. He just doesn't want people getting achievements on his account. Yeah, because they're And I respect that. Yeah. I respect that a lot. Because you they're would. your achievements. Yeah. So if somebody looks at his achievement list, you know... Well, he'd have to mark on his resume, I didn't get this exactly. achievement. Exactly. He'd have to have asterisks all yeah. over his achievement list. Yeah, that's right. Be the <laughs> and Jackie, I respect that about the him. Jackie Robinson of... Uh, or not Jackie Robinson. Uh, who's the... They gave the guy the asterisk. I don't know. He beat it. Mark McGuire. Was it Roger Maris? <laughs> I have no idea, dude. I can't remember now. 61 is the number. Um, home runs. It was a, It was Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth's record and some guy hit 61. Don't you remember that movie? Uh, no. Barry Pepper plays him. I think it's Roger Maris. Who's Barry Pepper? He's the sniper in Saving Private Ryan. Oh. Um, He's a cool guy. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I like that guy. Some baseball fan. Correct me on that, way. Dude, that, I like 61, that guy. I, I'm pretty sure it's Roger Maris and the, he's 61 home runs. But it was more games than Babe Ruth had done it in. Okay. So they gave him an asterisk to say it didn't really count. So and then a couple of years, like years, years later, that asterisk got removed. So Eric would be the Roger Maris of Xbox achievements. Yeah, that's right. Gotcha. He's Where, trying to avoid that. Donnie, he's trying to avoid that. Whereas Donnie, the Donovan Viper, is uh, he's Babe Ruth. Yeah, he's Babe Ruth, all right. Yeah. No note about that. Cool. So, um, no, all, one more thing about them. Uh, first of all, Eric brings up inverted Y-axis controls. Oh, yeah. And Melissa hates them. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know how you can play without them. And I'm the same way. <laughs> I'm an inverted guy. Yep, you are. <laughs> Couldn't play Kings of Am- Kingdoms of Amalur when it came out because it didn't have inverted. It didn't have the option of inverting the Y-axis. Yeah. Why, why didn't they do that? I think they patched it in later, but I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, so the, the, that's like the newest thing going out. So what's your opinion? No, no, no inversion, please. It's very interesting how... Uh, I wonder where... It, stems from probably people that don't need an extra assistance playing games uh and people who do um so you would say that you need the extra assistance uh i would say that i'm able to play the games as they come packaged and i don't need to alter them right because inverting things would give you uh it would make it harder so really we just need that extra. i wouldn't challenge. say it makes it harder i'd say it's changing a setting like uh picking a difficulty level <laughs> Think so? Oh, that's making it different. It's making it more difficult. If you were a good gamer, you'd learn to be able to play with other ways. Uh, so you could play with inverted. If I had to. No, you couldn't. <laughs> so am I, I, I'm guessing that it goes back to the, like the first time you played a game where you can adjust it, and it just came that way, and that's what you got used to. I think Goldeneye may have even had that. I'm not 
sure. Probably those two kids who wanted to fly airplanes as children and oh, kids who were happy being yeah, on the ground. Yeah, that could be. It could have been from... I don't know. That's a good, anyway, I'd be very curious to hear... Other who else is inverted and who's not? Who yeah. else is inverted and who else is right? Yeah, also Eric loves the picks that Bill makes, which I also like to hear. Also, Tom Cruise got some love. And I love Tom Cruise. I like Cruise. Tom Cruise. Me good too. actor. Me too, I agree. Big man. And you know what? I liked Edge of Tomorrow as well. Me too. So did I. Um, yeah. And not just for Emily Blunt. I'm not sure how the next one's going to be. But I like this one. Name a Tom Cruise movie you didn't like. I can't. I love Tom Cruise. There you go. That's how, that's how the next one's going to be. Love Jerry Maguire. Probably my top five. Jerry Maguire. Last Samurai. Yeah, they're all good. Uh, Collateral. Mm. All the Mission Impossible. Collateral is the least good. Uh, but it's still good. What's that one where he, the new one? Not John Wick. The other one. Jack Reacher. Jack Reacher. Yes, the other John Wick. I'm going to need to see something. Like the inside of an ambulance. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I love Tom Cruise. I gotta go watch Jack Reacher today. I love old Tom Cruise and young Tom Cruise. He's fantastic. Me too. Outsiders. I, I don't Risky Business. Oh, Top Gun. You can't beat. I mean, say what you want about him, but the man see, is entertaining. The people think because he's a Scientologist or whatever that he's not a good actor anymore. I know lots of people who have weird religious beliefs that I don't. It doesn't bother me. I still to like each them. Each their own, exactly. I still think he's a great actor. But anyway, Jerry Maguire is amazing. And Tom Cruise him. is fantastic. He's. A, I, Yes, this is not a Tom Cruise podcast. I do love Tom Cruise. But I can't, honestly... Spotlight of the week, Tom Cruise. Like, honestly, I, I can't name a single Tom Cruise movie that I didn't enjoy. Even Legend. Like, of course. There's got to be a Tom Cruise movie. I can't think of one. I, mean, I wasn't a big fan of... Legend, uh, or, uh, Fire that? and Away. What was that one uh, with Nicole Kidman? Fire and Away. No, 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 no. Uh, oh, Eyes Wide Shut. Eyes Wide Shut. That would be the closest to one I didn't enjoy. Yeah. What but is, there was a lot of nudity. And at the age that I saw that, there wasn't a lot of access to nudity. <laughs> so. Yeah, it was at that sweet spot again. What about Steel Magnolias? Oh, uh, no, no, not Steel Magnolias. Uh, just Magnolia. Magnolia. That, yeah, he's yeah, great yeah. in that. Yeah. Yeah, I know. He's great in that. I'm trying uh, to think of other Tom Cruise movies. Uh, with, Mission Impossible, with, obviously. With Ben Stiller when they're in the woods. Uh, the soldier one. Uh, Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder. He was in the, Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's the he's agent. The, yeah, I forgot all about it. You can't beat him. I anyway, love Tom Cruise. That's a little Tom Cruise love fest. Let's know what you guys think about Tom Cruise. And I think that's it for videos. I have uh, one more. Oh, one more video. CC Debates. Oh. Console Gaming versus PC Gaming. Starring Duke and Pam. Uh, moderated by Derek. And that is now live on the Cartridge Bros channel. A lot of fun listening to this one uh, when we recorded it. A lot of fun editing it. These guys all did a great job. Came wait. super prepared. Uh, a lot of hard work and effort went into it by the debaters. So thank you guys. And... Uh, if you're interested, check it out. I think it's about 45 minutes. I can't wait to hear it on uh, the uh, podcast feed. How long before that? Uh, no, not sure. If you need to hear it in MP3 format, it is available on Patreon in only MP3 oh. format. Can I? Do I have access to it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> you do. Oh, yeah. I'm on, I subscribe to Patreon anyway. So. Yes, okay, we do. Okay, cool. Wow. Yeah, I forgot all about that. I've never been on there. I, I went on to put my pledge on, and then I never went back. <laughs> wow. Anyway, um, oh, uh, Duke also has that video where he's thanking you for the NES Classic. Yes. I don't know how old it is. I don't know if that was this week or not. But anyway, mm, can't remember. great video, very heartfelt. The outtakes at the end were amazing. Those kids are great. Yeah. They, the message in the middle of the Colleen after the credits. I was going to say, the special message to Colleen was nice too. Yeah. Um, that is all I have for updates. You probably have blogs, I think. One blog, low. Um, nice. Doing a giveaway. It's been four years of Venenshi Games. Wow. So if you are a fan of Venenshi Games or just a fan of games, shoot her a message and uh, check her Twitter. You can, she, you can either win Near Automata or Horizon Zero Dawn. Wow. You should probably enter. Those are both great options. Yeah. I actually, 
I entered for just Horizon because I didn't want Nier because I own it already. Makes sense. But you should enter for both. I think I will. Okay, cool. Thanks. So find her on Twitter. Uh, she also writes a blog about being four years and how excited she is and how last year she neglected us. That's okay. Um, I'm used to women neglecting me. <laughs> yeah, Lo is amazing, though. Always check out Lo and her blog. Yeah. Um, if we had a sister, I feel like it would be Lo. She's not her sister? <laughs> <laughs> no, Mom was lying about that. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, hashtag CC update tells us that uh, Jared... Uh, first of all, he did a draw for some shirts. Yep. I think Musty and Rose won. Yep. Jared is actually now on the website. Yeah. And I just need to get him added to the the uh, the RSS feed so he shows up on the app. Awesome. As well, future episodes of the Cat Max Hypecast Whoa, will boom mind blown will appear on the Cracker. This Club is app. four years in the making, dude. Four years in the making. <laughs> well, congratulations to uh, to us That's for right. having Stephen on. Um, Jared um, also is releasing his next episode of the uh, PSP. He's doing that modded where PSP, but you play it through PS2 Slim. It's amazing. Right. So by the out. time you listen to this, it, you, it will already be out. It'll be out. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Julian Vega, I think, is getting a shirt, too, because we forgot to put him in the name draw. So congratulations, Julian Vega. Hey, Julian. All right. That's that for updates. All right. So we got a spotlight this week before we slip into I didn't even know about this. the topic. Okay. I want to spotlight Caleb J. Ross. I knew that was coming. Yeah. <laughs> you so, were promoting him pretty hard. Oh, buddy. So go on Twitter. <laughs> Twitter at Caleb J. Ross. Yeah. Go on YouTube, Caleb J. Ross. Go on the Cartridge Club forums, Caleb J. Ross. There he is. His YouTube content. He's got a nice picture, too. He has, the, he has a series called Hey, Future Caleb, mm-hmm. where it's uh, he's talking to himself from the future. I like that. It, Wait. Or he's talking to himself from, from current times. Yeah, right. It is arguably some of the best editorial what? YouTube video I have ever seen. Oh my goodness. Period. Full stop. I need to check it out. The video quality is fantastic. Framing, uh, cuts, editing, all of it glorious. The audio quality is fantastic. The content is fantastic. <laughs> wow. Uh, I think he's a professional. Like I think he does this professionally. There's three of them. Uh, of those, he has other ones where he does let's plays and other like think pieces. Yep. Six degrees of pixelation, which is like six degrees of Kevin Bacon. I like it. Um, but the Hey Caleb, Hey Future Caleb videos, go and watch them right now. Thank me later. Subscribe to his channel. Oh my goodness, so incredible! And, and it's Caleb J Ross. Caleb J Ross. C A L E B J Ross. So he's also on the Cartridge Club forums. Yep. And he started a few discussions on there already. He's only new to the forums, but he started a few discussions. And they are all in-depth, well-thought-out form posts. Watching him and Pam interact is glorious. It's it's the best forming you can get. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I also like seeing new people interact in the forums, too. Yeah. So, Caleb J. Ross is our spotlight. Do yourself a favor. Check him out today. That's a solid spotlight. Yeah. Right on. Check out Caleb. All right. Topic. What is our topic? Oh, yeah, E3. Favorite E3 moments. So E3 is fast approaching. For those of you who don't know what that is, it's a big gaming wow. convention for uh, they know. media, mostly. Uh, they know? They know. They already know, so I don't have to... You do not. <laughs> okay, so you, you know. Um, you should know if you're listening to us. So it's, now, now you're hitting the time of year that you're going to be getting E3 predictions from a lot of people, E3 memories, stuff yes, like that. Yes, So we are going to jump on that bandwagon so I can put... In the title of this uh, <laughs> podcast, E3 Memories, which will then uh, allow us to garner more uh, hits when people search oh, E3. Well I'll said. probably put E3 2017 Memories. <laughs> um, oh, Lord. 
you know, Nintendo Switch and uh, yeah. um, Trump will be in the title oh, of the video. Just think of the downloads. The it's going to be amazing. The most tweets. We're rich. Community. We're rich. Future us. <laughs> so what are your favorite E3 memories? Um, first of all, before also, on the same topic is E3 is kind of going through a rocky period right now. Mm-hmm. Some people are saying we don't need it anymore. Mm-hmm. Some companies aren't even going anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of scary, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, E3 to me is sort of like the Christmas of video games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's when uh, you get the most hype. It's when you get the most announcements. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love that about it. And I don't want to lose that. Mm-hmm. Um, Keep going. Yeah. Anyway, so in terms of memories, I remember, as the furthest I can remember back is getting E3 information from EGM. Wow. Yeah. Like, we this was back when it was like closed doors, no, yeah, there was you're no not streaming. watching these press conferences. No, 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 no. You got pictures maybe of somebody on a stage, and that was the best thing you got. Uh, E3 was definitely a different beast. Now they beam it directly into your TV. That's the next question is, do we need press conferences? Could we get by with just Nintendo Directs, or like, like Nintendo Directs for every company, on, say, the same week of every year? I think... The press conferences give you that moment for the big applause, the big... Think of Sony's press conference last year. They came out to a live orchestra. Yeah, it's pretty epic. You know what I mean? A live orchestra. Think of Sony's press conference three years ago, which I'm going to talk about as one of my favorite moments, when they followed Xbox and came out and capitalized on some of Xbox's more questionable policies that have since been overturned. Uh, And they came out and sort of... And you wouldn't get that ever Poked fun at that and... Thunderous applause and cheers. Final Fantasy VII Remake, Nobody, dude. Nobody applauses and cheers a video. I wasn't in the room for Final Fantasy VII Remake, but I still felt the buzz yeah. from the room. So I do think that the press conferences do have a place. Okay. Do I need to see 45 dudes on stage dancing for the next Just Dance game? Oh. Probably not every year. <laughs> Probably not ever. <laughs> I don't know what's that servicing. Because the people who... Anyway. I'm not watching E3. Anyway. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh... Memories, I guess I wrote some down here. Uh, how about you? Well, that's one for me. That's a big one. The, the Sony came out and they were like, uh, the price point is two ninety nine, which was $150 cheaper than Xbox. It was two ninety nine. pretty sure. Or two ninety nine American. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, Maybe that's right. I have no idea. I think. It was cheaper. It was like $100 cheaper than Xbox yeah. One. Um, yes, I realize Xbox One launched with Kinect, and that's the price difference. But it came out cheaper. Yeah. Uh, and they said, uh, you know, how do you share games on Sony? And then it was one guy handing a game to another guy, and he was like, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a big one for me. That was a good job. That was good. Um, you don't get that without you don't. press conferences. You don't. <laughs> so that's one of my favorite memories. You know what I remember? Um, this is kind of a, an example of... Uh, anyway, Watch Dogs. Do you remember the year yeah. that they showed Watch Dogs? I was so hyped. Oh, bomb, dude. And they were like, you're going to be able to hack things with your Wii U pad and stuff. And I was like, oh, man, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the example of you get that E3 hype, but it doesn't always pay off. You don't get that payout. But I still love that I had that moment. Me and you talking at Tim Hortons about it. Kyle, Bo- <laughs> Kyle Bossman watching the Mass Effect Andromeda trailer last year. I don't even remember. Comment he gave was nice faces. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Good looking faces, I think it was. Good old KB. Yeah. <laughs> um, another big memory for me was uh, the re- like the live a- it wasn't live action but the HD the first HD Zelda we saw yeah. where Link went into that sort of Temple of Time looking building and fought that giant spider yeah. was that E3? 
Uh, it was E3, yep. Yeah, because we all thought that's what Skyward Sword was going to be. Yeah. Uh, and then, or sorry, that's or what we all thought Wind Waker, Wind Waker HD was end up going to be. No, we no, thought just... that's what we thought was going to be on the Wii U, and that's not what we got. I see. Yeah, that was a demonstration of the Wii U's. They did the same thing processing with GameCube. Power. They did yeah. the exact same thing for Game, and then they ended up releasing Wind Waker, which was nothing like that. Yeah, people were. Very well, they upset. did that for this, and then they gave it to Breath of the Wild. I think that might have been Tokyo Game Show. I get them all mixed up. Um, I don't want Tokyo Game Show to go away either. It's kind of the same thing, but for Japan, I guess. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, and th- another beautiful thing about E3 is leading up to it. That anticipation, the guessing, mm-hmm. the wondering what it could be. Um, Picking Metroid every year. Every year, Star Tropics is coming this year. You know, <laughs> could be New Castlevania. You always think it's gonna be awesome, and then you, you can lead to some letdowns. But then you get shocked by something else. Uh, I, I don't want to lose that. Anyway, you get some more memories. Um, Breath of the first time I threw Breath of the Wild was great. Yeah, mind blowing. Um, I remember the first year they showed the Wii, and I was like, "This is stupid." No, <laughs> nobody's gonna buy that. Yeah, and then it blew up. Oops. Yeah, I remember. It's not a. It's a fond memory, I guess, but it's not really a good memory. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Wonder Book, the PlayStation Wonder Book. Oh, yeah, remember it was like a it was like a book that you had like a wand. Yeah, it wasn't working. The images right. were supposed to come out, and yeah, yeah. that's a, that's so that's a part of problem with conferences. But I like that. I like having that. It makes it real, right? Yeah. But you yeah. would lose that with the digital one. A couple of years ago, Nintendo did like a robot chicken thing. Yeah, uh, where one of the fans in the front row was screaming for Mother Three. Yeah. Um, oh and, yeah, and, yeah. And yeah. Reggie was like, "It's never coming. <laughs> it's never happening." Um, <laughs> Trolling. Yeah. Which, anyway. I mean, it's kind of a dick move, I guess, if you know your fans want this game. And, and it's a dick move. Um, you know. Right, what do you think? Do you think we're going to lose E3? I don't think so. I think it's, the industry is too big. Games media, see, E3 keeps adapting, right? They keep a, adapting to games media. So games media is no longer limited to magazines and, and uh, you know, a couple of television shows. Now it's magazines, YouTube channels, Twitch channels, uh, blog sites, and those people are all eligible to go as media. Um, you can go now. And they opened up this year you can buy <laughs> tickets and go as like, non-media. Like, it's packs now. I think the gaming industry still has something to benefit from that annual hype. Put a bunch I of agree. gamers in a room. Get that excitement going. Because it's, it's a feel-good time. Yeah, I love it. I look forward to it every year. You know, and you get you get ninja drops, you know? Like, uh, Fallout... Uh, was it Fallout 4 that the ninja dropped on us? Or Doom, one of them... What was last year? They they came well, out. Fallout Four. They announced it, and it came out in November. Like, yeah, like right there. Stuff like that. We're gonna get that this year with uh, the new Far Cry. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm. Uh, I can't imagine a world without it. It's kind of sad to think about. Even the press conferences, like if you're not interested in watching the press conferences, just the highlight videos afterwards yeah. that are available yeah. are so good. Yeah, it's um, all so much in one day or yeah. two days or whatever. And this year's actually going to be the first year that the Cartridge Club provides coverage of E3. What? So, <laughs> Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, following the major press conferences, yeah. uh, there will be a live-streamed video on YouTube from Musty Hobbit's channel starring what? himself and Rocket Sauce and a, a guest for each day covering oh, the major away. conferences of that day. Only one guest? You can't have anybody just show up? Uh, no, it's not going to be open to like the Google Hangouts. They're going to have specific guests because they want to make sure it's somebody who has seen the, all of the conferences for that day and can, and can discuss it. Yeah, um, sense, So, But you will be able to watch it and go join the group chat on there as well. Cool. But, uh, yeah, so it's going to be, uh, a, it's gonna be the fir- our first year providing online coverage as a club. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm going to be on for one of them. I won't say which one. 
<laughs> I'm sure we can guess. It rhymes with Nintendo. <laughs> Oh, boy. So it should be a good time. Uh, those guys are going to put on an awesome show. Uh, they're going to overlay some of the trailers while they talk about them and things like that. Mm, that sounds awesome. Yeah. So check out that. I can't wait, dude. It's going to be a great year. I'm sure it's going to be And then hopefully next year we're going to have an actual contingent there. But because this year, if you want to have your finger on the pulse, two groups that are going to be at E3 guaranteed and will provide detailed, in-depth coverage is Easy Allies and The Gaming Outsider. Um, both of them have been featured on the Cartridge Club um, yeah. podcasts. You, we, we talk about them a lot. But if you follow them on Twitter or, or Facebook, um, you will see E3 coverage from both those guys, those groups of guys. Yeah. And it will, they have guaranteed that it will be in-depth yeah, coverage. Yeah, Allies coverage is great. And this is the first time we're gaming those guys. Like, yeah. Wait. They're already setting up interviews. I love it. I think they have one set up already with... I don't want to say and get it wrong, but they do have one set up already. can't remember who it is. They set it on Facebook. I know Robbie has one. I so it's just a local thing. Anyway, I think that's it for our top. What are some of your favorite E3 memories? Yeah, do you think E3 is going away? Do you think we need it? Does it have a purpose anymore? Would that affect you? Yeah. How would you feel? I'm very sad to think about it leaving. So don't don't think about the bad times. I'm not. You got to be strong. Fight the sadness. Come on, you stupid horse. Okay, very good. <laughs> Martek. Marktex. Mark. All right. Um, I got answers. Marktex. Marktex. CC answers. <laughs> I was talking about never in a story yesterday with Musty and got a little choked up. So we're at uh, the <laughs> 55 minute mark here, folks. We have not yet cursed. Uh, Whoa! But now we're getting into questions. Now we're getting to questions. And I asked our club to kindly not provide us with anything that may cause yeah, right. a curse. <laughs> what, um, what would be the first day? Right? So we're going to start here with the retro lectors. Okay, they right. ask. Okay. If you haven't bought a Switch yet, what will it take for you to take the plunge into buying one? Ooh. Um, if A, I fell into a pile of money, mm-hmm. I would buy it right now. Or B, Mario. <laughs> for me, I do intend to purchase one. Prefer- I'm aiming for Black Friday as my target. Uh, if the funds come together sooner, I might grab one sooner. Uh, but ultimately, I'm holding out for one or two more games. It's already got... Uh, I am Setsuna. If Xenoblade Chronicles comes out this year, and Fire Emblem Warriors, those would be the two I think that push me over the edge. Uh, I guess a English I am Setsuna box showed up recently. Yeah, I like the Japanese box better. But the fact that it exists means we might be getting it. Maybe. All right. Um, Next up, Julian Vega. But uh, did, those, did the retro collectors buy uh, the Switch yet? I don't know. We'll find out. All right. Julian Vega, Coca Cola or Pepsi? So, Julian, this is the first question that might cause a bit of a row between us because I believe Coca-Cola is the best and P2 is wrong. We all make mistakes. Um, don't be too hard on them. Pepsi is obviously the correct answer. Yeah, if you preferred watered-down sugar drinks, Pepsi is your choice. If you like the feel of caramel stuck to your back of your throat, go with Coca-Cola. There you go. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Next up, also, Julian, he asks, what's the big craze lately? Big craze lately. Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? It's not for me, but if you find it delicious, go ahead. There are lots of things that I've eaten mm. that I thought were delicious that other guys told me they thought were disgusting. Yeah. Um, I'm more meats kind of guy on pizza. I don't mind the occasional green pepper, but yeah, meats all the way, no pineapple for me. Yeah, my, my topping of choice would be pepperoni, mushroom, green pepper. That's a good choice. That's Canadian, I think. And bacon. bacon. Yep. yep. <laughs> Next up, question from you. Um, we'll save that. No, we'll do yours now. 
So what's your favorite game beginning with the letter R? And this actually got 16 answers. <laughs> I'm so shocked. Um, so what's yours first, P2? And then we'll uh, go through some of these. I was racking my brain trying to think of this. And then I realized I have a top 100 list. I'll just go find the first R. Huh. So I went to it. and Not a single R. No, I got... That's the thing is I have several R's. Uh, and the first one I found was Resident Evil Remake. So mm -hmm. that is my favorite R. Three R's. Alliteration. You get three points for that in categories. Wow, you're right. Wait, no. Resident? No, two R's. <laughs> um, uh, Resident Evil Remake is definitely... But I went through my entire list. The only R games are all Resident Evil. Hmm. No Rocket Knight Adventures. Wow. Yeah, I was shocked to not see that on my list. So Julian said his was Halo Reach. I'm not sure that counts, Julian. <laughs> well, no, no, no. That's not what Julian said. My Halo Reach around. <laughs> That's better. Uh, Bill, we'll start to continue. Road Rash 2. Yeah. And, and then I said that's also... What you get for sharing a bike ride with you. If you want to hear the jokes, they can read the Twitter. We're not going to repeat the jokes. But it's so good because it was Joe's comment last episode. Matt Bandy said Rock and Roll Racing. That'd get him three points in categories. Yes, it would. Uh, Vintage Video Game Geeks said Rock and That Adventures. Yeah. Musty Hobbit, uh, just off the top of his head, said Red Dead Redemption. Fitnat said Ratchet and Clank. River, uh, Flock of Nerds said River City Ransom. Uh, Adam Adam from Replayability agreed with him on that. Um, nope. Um, Pam. No, no, sorry. Pam said Rayman Pam Legends. said Rayman Legends. Uh, Rocket Sauce said Resident Evil 2. Adam said he was trying to decide between Resident Evil 2 and R-Type 3. Mm -hmm. That's a tough... It's tough. Rose to said Radiant Historia. I remember trying Radiant Historia. Um, Alec the Sidequest Gamer, by, which who, by the way, if you're not following him on Twitter, you should. He has a lot of good, insightful tweets. I am following him. Uh, has Resident Evil 2 or Resident Evil Remake. Yeah, I think that's uh, the two on my list, too. <laughs> Church the Game Grinder said Resident Evil 2. Uh, Liam said Rocket League. And my buddy Jay from work uh, wants to know if Final Fantasy 4 counts. <laughs> nope, it does not. Um, so I've been thinking about this, and this is... Kevin also said Rocket League. Oh, also said Rocket League. Sorry, I missed that one somehow. It's two Rocket Leagues. So um, I've been thinking about this, and... Sorry, that's coming from the name tag. There is a lot of really good R games. I guess. I only have Resident Evil on So <laughs> I thought 100. Red Dead Redemption could be up there for me. Resident Evil Remake could be up there for me. Oh, yeah. Um, I forgot about Red... I'm not a big Red Dead fan, though. Uh, Super Mario RPG could be up there for me. That does not count. All right. There's All not right. that many R games. Robotech. Robotrek? Yep, that's the one. I'm a gamer. I'm a real gamer. <laughs> Yeah, validate me. I don't know why that's not on my list either. I gotta think uh, of that. Resident Evil 4 could be up there for Curtis. Probably nobody else. Um, Maybe I just missed some. I'm gonna go with Red Dead Redemption because I put a lot of time into that game and I have really fond memories with it. Hmm. And it's a game that I would love to see be a club game. Maybe it will be. Maybe. Next July. We don't know. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, see, look. Number 17, Resident Evil Remake. Yeah, so I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Red Dead Redemption. Resident Evil Remake is a close second for me. All right, that's fair. Next question. Thank you for the question, Mark. That was a good one. Yeah, you're welcome. Wouldn't have been a good topic at all. Next up, <laughs> Derek. You might see another letter next Fidget week. spinners, rant or rave. So, Derek, I didn't even know what these things were. I've had to look question. this up. This is like a big thing right now. Yeah. I didn't know. Um, if it is being used for the purpose it is designed, which is to give children with ADHD some way to keep themselves focused, uh, as opposed to using uh, uh, prescription drugs, then I'm all for it. If it is being used the way that it seems that it is being used in most classrooms as a distractive device for other students who don't have problems, then I think those kids should probably be expelled. What do they expelled. do? What is it? It just spins around? Yeah. How is that? Why is that a thing? Yeah. I don't think it is. 
Um, it's very interesting. I, I, mean, I, I know nothing about... Um, there's a guy at work who's getting one um, yeah. to see what all the hype is about, and I'm looking forward to seeing this thing in According person. to New Jersey Retro, uh, Jason, the bearings in it are quite good for $5. Oh, well, there you go. I guess that's something. <laughs> but, I, I, yeah, I'm not a teacher. If I was a teacher, I would probably hate these things. Um, but, I mean, aren't they supposed to be good for students? Yeah, but what's happening is students who don't have ADHD or ADD are just taking them in class and just messing around with them all day. How do you mess around with them? You spin them. You spin them around all day. Isn't that supposed to be a good thing, Well, though? imagine you're standing there trying to teach a lecture, and there's 30 kids spinning these things and laughing and joking. <laughs> I don't get it. You know what I mean? <laughs> what are you laughing at, Joe? Woo! I'd be loading a <laughs> shotgun behind the counter. Or behind the desk. Like, wow, at least you didn't curse. Didn't curse, not yet. Nope. Damn still, that still chair. Still holding strong. Oh, I said damn. No, we're good with that. We, said, we, we clarified damn's okay. Damn's okay. Start continue. Bill asks, what was the first ever movie rental that came into the young bro's home? Ooh, good question. So, our uncle used to rent movie. He's 11 years older than me, so this was when I would have been between the ages of 3 and 5. Uh, so, he would have been 14 to 16. Yeah. He used to rent movies and bring them over and watch them with our father on the weekends. Um, yeah. And I remember them renting The Thing and a lot of old horror movies, The Thing, The Shining. They did rent a lot of horror movies. So I'm told. I we was... weren't allowed to watch those, though. I wasn't um, even born then. The first video I remember renting was when we were in Halifax. And it was a cartoon called Beanie and Cecil. Oh. Uh, and it's about uh, a dinosaur, like a water dinosaur, like the Loch Ness Monster type thing. Yeah. Uh, and a young boy, and he helps him solve problems or something. And I, we rented it like consecutively for at least a couple of months. Every weekend, I wanted, I needed to watch this Beanie and Cecil. Help, Beanie, help! I'm a coming. Or help, Cecil, help! Cecil was a dinosaur, and he used to yell, "I'm a coming, Beanie boy." That's the first video I truly remember <laughs> renting. Jeez, I can't. I remember the first video game, but I do not remember first movie. First movie. We used to rent from Blockbuster here at home I and think, Jumbo Video. I that's where I rented my games. I don't think I ever rented a movie though. It was rare. Uh, I remember renting Batman Returns for a sleepover at a friend's house on Bruce Drive. Okay. Uh, really big fan of Tim Burton and that Batman franchise. Nothing at all to do with uh, Michelle Pfeiffer in the cat suit. Ooh, of course not. Did we own Home Alone? Because I do yeah, remember watching did. that. Yeah, that a lot. was. A, I got that as a Christmas gift. Yeah, okay, that's. I remember watching that like crazy. I think most movies I watched were just ones you already had. Yeah. Because I just rewatched. Because you were older than me. Um, I remember Mega Man Three was the first game. Yeah, it's about movies. That I rented. Who wants to know about movies? I can't remember movies. I, I've never really had the attachment to movies that most people have. Mm. It's just not my jam. Um, that's a cross promo from STC, so I'm assuming they answered that question this week, maybe? Well, they discussed it two weeks ago. Oh, uh, did they? Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, I remember uh, Joe's dad got a beta. <laughs> Betamax or whatever it is. Remember? Oh, yes, yes, I remember. I remember Bill talks about, he distinctly remembers renting two, but he only remembers one of them. Oh, what was it? Something about uh, gets inherited money. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, somebody's millions. Brewster's millions? No. Uh, yes, that's exactly it. Yeah. See, I remember. I listened to STC. I did listen to that one. That's a good movie. I love too. those guys. I don't know why they hate me. <laughs> <laughs> but I love them. All right, All right Mrs. Q-Dog. This one is... Pam asked a question. I'm saving it for the end. If we get to the end without answering Pam's question, I will write the word on the screen. If uh, Pam asks what our favorite curse word is. Oh. So okay. if something makes us curse before we get to that, then I will just say it. If well, I can answer it right now. No, don't curse. <laughs> if we get, we're saving it for the end. But here's the thing: I have a small baby at home now. I'm not allowed to curse, so now I say other things in place of curses. Well, so my new favorite curse word is actually Patrick Swayze. 
<laughs> really? Yeah. Patrick Swayze. If I hurt myself or Patrick Swayze, yeah. <laughs> so there you go. There's my favorite curse at the moment. All right. Mine is... Uh... I don't think you should answer. <laughs> <laughs> we'll wait till the end. All right. Um, Mrs. Q-Dog, and this is one, this one's going to push me. Okay. Participation trophy for kids' sports. Everyone gets a trophy. Yay or nay? No. I couldn't be more nay. <laughs> um, you shouldn't get a reward for just showing up. Agreed. You don't get... But you should get punished for not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, the incentive for, for people to try hard and to push and to do better... Is because there is a reward at the end, whether it comes in the form of a trophy or a bonus at work, or you get the girl, or you find the the the, the game you've been hunting for. If everybody just gets a trophy, or everybody ha- like you know, everybody can have everything. You're all you know. You want? Uh, I do not believe in that society. There, is, people who work harder deserve more. People who don't, people who show up and just are there. Do not deserve to be rewarded for just showing up. Agreed. You don't give an MVP trophy to everybody on the team. You give it to the best player on the team. Makes sense. Well, you don't give every kid that shows up a trophy. Because what if this t- there's a team that comes and they, they put practice in and they put extra effort in and they do everything right and they win the whole championship. Well, you've cheapened it and told them, you know what, it doesn't matter how hard you tried or how much work you did, you're as good as this group of kids here who don't care. And that, that carries on into adult life. And then as those people grow up, they expect to just be given things. They show up at a job interview and it's like, we're interviewing for an entry-level position. Well, I expect that I'm going to get promoted for doing nothing. Like, that's not how the real world works. You probably shouldn't say that in an interview. <laughs> <laughs> um, so no, no participation trophies. You don't Agreed. get a trophy for just showing up. You get a trophy for working your butt off. Okay. And you know what? Sometimes you can work your butt off and try your hardest and you still don't get a trophy because it just might not be good enough. There might be somebody better than you, and that is okay, because the lesson that teaches you is you need to work harder and try harder if it's something you really want. Yeah, or drink. Or drink. Because you're not getting the trophy. Whew. So, no. No. Well, way to keep it cool. I'm impressed. No. Yeah, I was expecting a little blowout there. No. Just got a little heated, but no cursing. I'm impressed. Moving on. No Patrick Swayze. No Patrick Swayze's. <laughs> Fucking Nerds asks, what's this big Chicago event that was alluded to in Polykill episode 40? I don't even know the answer to this. We are s- sort of quietly planning a cartridge club convention. Cartridge con? To take place in Chicago in the summer of 2018. CC 2018! Specifically July 27th to 29th. Wow, that is very specific. <laughs> so we're going to look at... Who? Who's hosting this? Uh, the, we are, the club. Who's the Chicago person? Uh, right now we have Diego and Trav uh, looking into possible uh, venues where we can rent a hotel they where a bunch of people can come. Are in Chicago? They're close. Oh, I was going to um, say, I didn't think they were in And uh, we're looking at maybe having up like a, not like a whole, you know, we're locked in, but having maybe renting out a, a, a hall at the, 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 the hotel. We can all stay. Let's just go to Chili's. And have a couple of, you know, a couple of things planned on a Saturday, something along the lines of, you know, in the afternoon we all go to lunch together. Uh, maybe go video game hunting together. Check out a, a barcade after supper. It'd be fun to see everybody wearing the same shirt. Walking yeah, around. and have uh, maybe some, record crawl. some live podcasts or some live videos in the uh, in in like a little uh, dude. That's big hall at a hotel. Anyway, we're looking into it. It's still very much in the planning stages, but right now we're hoping to have. It's a central location, is why we chose Chicago, and they have the best hot dogs in the United States of America. Um, mm. We're hoping to have a not. cartridge club convention in Chicago. 
Uh, even if it ends up just being me and the Q Dogs getting drunk on <laughs> Chicago Weens. That sounds great. Yeah. Cartridge Con. Also, there is a Cartridge Con. So there is more details to follow. I just, I'm currently really busy working on the logistics of Barry and uh, the Sega Top 50 and the streaming event in November. So and possibly a new thing that I don't know if you're going to mention yet. <laughs> you talking about the thing that I talked about on Twitter today? Oh, did you talk about it on Twitter? No, in our chat. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah, no, don't talk about that. I'm not going to talk about that. That's between me, you, and Dean. That's top secret. Oh, goodness. Now Dean knows. Now they're going to hound Dean. 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 I know that Dean knows. Don't hound Dean. Didn't know. <laughs> um, anyway, that's Chicago. We'd love to see as many people there as we could. It's central enough that it sh- everybody should be able to reach it with ease. And, uh, I love ease. That way everybody can get uh, Chicago hot dogs. And P2 has said if we have it, he will come. Uh, <laughs> Next up, Vintage Video Game Geek asks, we'll see. Why do people always get so hyped for E3 every year? Nintendo isn't giving a conference, so why should we even care? Uh, Nintendo hasn't given a conference for a few years, Vintage. They actually are doing uh, more focused Nintendo Directs. It's like a, a video, uh, prepared video which are actually better tuned and better finely crafted. However, um, now I realize you are a massive Nintendo fan, and if, if they're not doing a conference, why should you care? But the, the reality is there are lots of many other gaming uh, companies that show up at this. <laughs> Bethesda, Microsoft, EA, Ubisoft, actually, EA Square Enix. EA is not showing up. EA is doing they're not doing own. a conference, but they're going to have... No, they're not even having a booth this year. Oh, really? Yeah, they're having their own EA event like across the street from E3 because oh. it's cheaper. Okay. <laughs> they're having like, their um, own tournaments. Anyway. PC gaming, these companies all do a lot, put a lot of effort in, and it's a great way to get the word out about their games that are in development, um, smaller developers as well. Yeah. So that's sort of the importance of E3. It's an opportunity for the industry to share the knowledge. Um, if it's not something you're interested in, if you're not really up on current gaming or current gen games, it's not for you really. Uh, and whereas you are just really concerned about Nintendo, uh, it might be better for you to just watch the direct after the fact, and then you can get all the information on the console. You have. <laughs> all right, this was. <laughs> That's a funny answer. I thought you were just going to say, well, we just answered it, but nope. You went right for the throat. No, I was just answering his question. <laughs> now, now he knows how to prepare for Nintendo. So That's right. Okay, very good. They are having their show on Tuesday in the afternoon uh, as well. So um, you'll be able Microsoft to check. But you probably already know that, seeing as how much you talk about them. Um, so there's only one solution to that, and it's or one, one reason for that, and it's because you are a massive fan. <laughs> Which we support. We uh, happily support all fans of all gaming <laughs> Oh, cultures. my. That's so funny. Um, I think Microsoft is on Sunday now. Isn't that weird? Yeah, that's strange. So next up, Matt Bandy asks, Slayer... Hey, well, well, thank you for your question, Vintage, because that is actually what led to our topic this week. So. It is, yeah. <laughs> uh, Matt Bandy asks, Slayer or Metallica? There is a correct answer. It starts with a slay and ends with an er. Uh, I'm going to say... Uh, slay. Slay. Oh, Slayer. Megadeth. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, Dave Mustaine is the heart and soul of all uh, 80s metal. and no, um, I don't really listen to 80s metal. Um, does, I, do Guns N' Roses count? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't really listen to this. I used to have a, a poster of Slayer's lead guitarist. I think his name is Kerry, I think, um, on my wall. But it was because he had cool tattoos in his skull. Uh, is that Ace of Spades? I haven't listened to Metallica. No, it's Angel of Death. Who does Ace of Spades? That's... Oh, I'm going to get that wrong. I want to say Motorhead. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. I don't know. It's Lemmy, right? That yeah, guy? Lemmy. Lemmy does Is that it. Judas Priest, maybe? No, that's... I think you were right. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> I think man. Anyway. Uh, um, yeah, Guns N' Roses. I guess I would pick Guns N' Roses, too. <laughs> yeah. Guns N' Roses. Um, Thank you, Matt. I haven't listened to Metallica since the Black Album. Um, you mean 
Jay Z. <laughs> the the only the real black. The album. real black That's album. Right. Mm. That's right. <laughs> um, forgive me if this has been asked. Oh, this is a question for SDC, not for us. No, it's right there. Hashtag, S- hashtag CC Answers. So Vintage says, forgive me if this has been asked, but isn't STC Answers just a ripoff of CC Answers? I'm going to say no, it's not, Vintage. Uh, it's it's oh, a very... I was going to say no, but then you said that they badmouthed me. They didn't badmouth you. <laughs> uh, STC Answers is not a ripoff of CC Answers. It's, oh, uh, it's the guys at STC making use of a very uh, common word that is used when people are asking questions. Yes. Uh, and I'm glad, that, I'm glad that they use it because it makes it easy. Keeps the club unified. Uh, but why now do they you use, can do flock talk answers. Why is it STC questions? Why is it STC answers? I don't because care. they're answering questions. Man, I hate you. Why do we do it? I hate you so much. <laughs> Diego Avila asks, did the bros ever debate a really, delete. or delete a really important save file without asking the other bro? If yes, did it result in World War Three? I can't remember ever deleting a save file. It never happened. One time, dad turned Final Fantasy VIII off me. When I was like three hours of grinding, oh. and I didn't save it, because I was supposed to do dishes. And there I was nothing worse when your old man's angry at you for grinding for too long. Oh boy. I should have done the dishes. You should have. Um, that's the closest I think I, I can think of of a deleted file. We've been very lucky with saves, but we're very careful. Yeah. We're very careful. Yeah, we don't mess around. No. Um, we torture each other in other ways. Open, open pant farts on pillows. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't me. Donovan Viper asks... <laughs> Are you a leg or a breast man? I prefer breast, cooks better, and the chicken is more succulent. Are we talking about chickens? I actually prefer the, the we call it the wiggly bone around here. It's a little tail piece. Yeah. Um, because I find that to be the most delicious and succulent. That piece at the end, that sort of plump meat in there, that's what I enjoy so the most. So it, it ain't the leg, but it ain't the breast. I think that's called the taint. <laughs> no, no, no. It's the, it's the tail. It's the, the butt of the chicken. Oh, I like okay. the... The taint of the chicken is your favorite. I get yeah, it. That's all right. right. Um... I like uh, chicken. I like legs. I'm all. It's easy to eat. You hold it. You're done. There's, there's no, no mess. Meat, there's no meat on that though. There's no mess. It's easy. You eat six of them. Yeah, I can <laughs> eat six breasts. I wouldn't know what to do with my hands, but so next up from <laughs> oh, Derek. <coughs> According to Twitter, I have three minutes left. Did this question make the cut? No. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and his last question and the last question of the show. And we answered it. Will Sean finally talk about the big streaming event this week? I did. We will. I'm going to be late for work. That's the end of the show, folks. <laughs> if you are listening to this on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play, please head over to www.cartridgeclub.org where you can check out other great podcasts, videos, and blogs from our community. Lots now. If you're already a member of the Cartridge Club, you can head to www.patreon.com slash cartridge club where you can donate as much or as little as you like. Every cent donated goes to improving the club for everyone. I'm player one. I'm player two. CC Unite. Unite.